Hi, my name is Brandon. I am the host of the podcast that you're listening to right now, The Audio Artist. I'd like to say welcome and thanks for listening. I made this podcast for a few different types of people. People who have never written music or lyrics and would like to get started. People who've been playing for a while who might be stuck in a rut or who would like to hone in on their skills. Or experienced players who might just want to look at things from a new perspective. I've been playing guitar and singing for about 17 years now, and I feel like I've gained enough knowledge or insight on the topic to be able to pass it on to others and maybe bring some value to you guys. So with that in mind, grab a seat, get a cup of coffee, pop on your headphones, and enjoy the ride. Thanks for listening to The Audio Artist. Well, hello, everybody. It's Brandon with the Audio Artist. I don't know what that was. I was trying to start out with a different voice, (laughs) and it was a different voice. I got plenty of them. So today, we're going to jump directly into the chasm of chaos that is songwriting. And I was going to go over listening to music. And what you can learn from listening to music. And my own personal experience as uh, growing up in my life. And how my music tastes changed over the years. And also listening to music that you don't like. To hear different things and to inspire creativity. Which we talk about on and off on here. So, I guess where I would like to start would be probably or the most logical place to start would be first and foremost thanking all of you guys for being awesome listeners uh, my my uh, listen and viewers and subscribers or whatever you want to call them followers my music keys or whatever I, mean, I, don't, I don't know that doesn't make sense at all but whatever you guys would be called at some point I'll come up with a name for you um, or it's raising up consistently which is pretty cool um, I'm now as famous as uh Paul McCartney from the Beatles, and um, I figured life would change a little more than it did, but I'm still not, nah, yeah, let's just turn it off now, but I'm not gonna, we're gonna talk, we're gonna listen, we're gonna gander, so, thanks for listening, thanks for being um, awesome, thanks for spending the little bit of time, 40, 30 minutes, however long that you're spending listening to my podcast, and I hope that they are helping you out, and if you have any suggestions, comments, um, compliments, whatever the heck you want to say or type, please feel free to leave uh, those in the comment sections of, like, uh, audio, pod, or I mean, not audio, but Apple Podcast. I believe you can leave written comments on there. Five-star ratings do wonders, um, and... Five-star ratings and comments do even more wonders. So, please, please feel free to leave those. Also, if you uh, have any types of um, questions or or topics that you would like me to cover in the future, please let me know that as well. I am always interested in hearing what you guys have to say or what your guys' opinions or uh, suggestions would be. So, please, again, feel free to do that. Um, Now, where do we start? Or, now, where do we go? So... My personal experience with music, um, it's not a crazy thing and it's not going to change your life. However, I'm just trying to use it maybe as a segue into what we're talking about. So, uh, I've listened to music my entire life. I've been 
in a pretty musical family. Most of my family, um, a lot of people have some type of skill on one instrument or another. Some are really good. Um, there's a lot of singers in my family. And that's not, I'm not exaggerating. It's most of the people in my family have some type of musical affinity. So it wasn't very surprising for me. Well, I mean, I guess it kind of was, but when I actually got into looking at it and realizing how many musicians were in my family, it wasn't as surprising to me um, that I became a musician myself and liked singing and playing uh, my guitar and stuff. So um, when I was younger, though, I thought I absolutely had no talent whatsoever in music, and the only thing I was ever able to do was listen to it. And back in those days, um, I think the first experience I ever really had with a instrument was back in sixth grade, uh, being at my aunt's. She, uh, I would go to my aunt's house a couple days of the week because I think they were closer to our school and it was easier for uh, my mom and just everybody to make it work if we stayed over at my aunt's for a few days of the week. And then we would swap back between my aunt and my mom's house. And uh, my aunt had put me in piano lessons for, I think, about six months, and I just wasn't digging it. I wanted to play, I wanted to have fun, I wanted to play video games, and I could not pay attention. But apparently I did because I still feel pretty comfortable when I get in front of a piano. Um, I'm not like, I wouldn't even in any way consider myself um, a skilled pianist, a pianist. But uh, I would say that I have enough knowledge on the instrument to make basic decent songs or pretty decent supporting uh, music that goes along with guitar or vocals or whatever. So I'm, I'm very, very mediocre on it. But on my guitar, I feel like I'm pretty savvy. But I've definitely heard a billion, trillion people, even just within arm's length, that are far better than me. So my, my I feel like um, as I was younger, uh, I, I did the piano stuff. I kind of dropped out of that. Um, in sixth grade, uh, pretty much during the same year, um, I also joined band, um, and it was only due to the reason that I wanted to just not be in class. So it wasn't me joining band because of a genuine curiosity or um, interest in music. It was just because I didn't want to be in class, and they had me playing the bass drum. Um, I, Man, I... I don't know if I could actually not keep a beat at that time of my life or if I was just messing around and trying to be like a jokester and just trying to be stupid and not keep a beat on purpose. So I really can't look at that and give you the answer. I feel like it was a mixture of both. Anyways, years and years go by. Um, I start to listen to different music. Uh, what I first started listening to was just basically whatever my mom would have on the radio. She listened to a lot of country music. Um, she listened to a lot of pop music uh just basically the radio, you know? Um, I was born in the late 80s, so radio was a lot of my life. Um, you know, and that's basically what I listened to, and I remember that. And uh, honestly, today, I'm not a fan of country music at all. I very much do not like country music. Now, don't let me steer you guys away from me saying that I hate country music and it's terrible music. No, it's just there's a lot of garbage country music out there, and it's just like there's a lot of garbage rap or pop or alternative or garbage anything there's just a lot of garbage out there i feel in general there's also a lot of really good music out there there's also very good country music out there but i am very picky when it comes to country music and i feel that most country music is just very uh as i think what his name is bo burnham wrote a song about it it's very pandering it's very just like hey we're gonna say whatever it takes to say to get you to like us and i really don't like that at all i hate that so, that's one of the things that turns me off about country music. Um, I, uh, so that was, you know, now I, that's basically what my opinion is kind of funny. But um, 
we can talk about that another day. Um, I, I continued listening to music. I started dabbling in other styles of music more around my like early teens. Uh, I started getting into heavier stuff. Um, for me, I guess that would consider you know Metallica. Um, I was listening to a lot of like eighties metal and stuff, which is kind of funny because I was in the late or I was actually it was like the early two thousands when I started listening to that kind of stuff. And I went from that to like Swedish metal and listened to a ton of Swedish metal. Just I, I listened to In Flames, I'm pretty sure, for two, three years straight, nonstop. Was very addicted to them. And I was pretty much just like solid metal at that point in my life. I was probably 16 years old, and that was the epitome of me. It was I, All I would listen to was just crazy, angry, fucking... Sorry for the language again. But uh, super crazy, uh, angry music. Um, you know, explosive, crazy sound, all this stuff. It was... Still sweet. I, I like the sound of it. I like where, you know, metal music went. But it's also just, there's a lot of garbage metal music out there, too. And then, in general, there's always going to be garbage and there's always going to be good versions of things. So, that's not the point of the, this entire podcast right now. The point of the podcast is the growth of our years as we get older. So, and nowadays, uh, where I mean through my mid-20s, I started calming my music, started calming down a bit. I was in a, a metal band in my hometown uh, for about a year or two, maybe, well, it was about a year and a half. Uh, we were just playing, we played around all the time. We were playing every week and writing a lot of metal. I ended up getting married and having a kid and stuff. So that kind of slowed down a lot. And um, also during that time period, my sister had exposed me to a lot more like acoustic kind of music. You know, I don't really listen to the specific styles of music, but it was like, um, I'm trying to think like Bright Eyes and stuff. and. Really, I don't want to say whiny, but it was pretty kind of whiny sounding acoustic music, but I really liked it. I liked the sound of how the guitar really accentuated that whininess, so it sounded just went together very well. Um, I started listening to Iron and Wine around the same time, uh, Tallest Man on Earth, a lot of indie music, lots of acoustic stuff, but during the entire, uh, basically from when I started playing my guitar all the way up till now, you know, I've had an acoustic the entire time. And I've generally really liked playing my acoustic guitar, and that's mostly what I've spent most of my time, you know, working on. And also just because that's what I had. I also could play electric, I could play metal, I could play, you know, play a bunch of stuff like that too. It's fun, but I think there's just something different about an acoustic guitar versus an electric guitar. You know, you can't be at a party or at like a bonfire, you guys are sitting out there with all your friends and... You can't be like, hey, give me one minute, and you pull out your amp and your electric guitar and start shredding, you know? It's it's cool, you know, some people might like that, and there's some groups that probably do do that, but I feel like it's a lot more, like, generally, like, it happens more when a guy pull out an acoustic guitar or a girl will pull out an acoustic and then she'll start playing in a group, you know, and it's just, I don't know, it's, it's like its own thing. So, I, I really love acoustic music, I really love playing acoustic music, and generally most of the music that I make or I'm part of, I'm going to be doing acoustic stuff. So with that in mind, uh, the years have definitely played a part in what I was playing. Um, and for example, I started playing when I was 17, which around that time, I was only listening to a lot of emo music, a lot of uh, metal, um, like this heavy guitar, super fierce, sharp, bam, you know, like that kind of stuff, you know triplets and crazy fast music and that's what I was listening to so what do you think I was wanting to play I was if that, if that was what I was listening to and it was all I was listening to that's literally all I wanted to do on my guitar so 
you know, I think it was uh, maybe an episode or two ago, I was talking about my buddy and me who were playing guitar. Like, around that time, I was listening to a lot of Trivium and All That Remains and, uh, let's see here, Black Dahlia Murder. You know, these are all metal bands and stuff. Um, and that's what I was listening to at that time. So, what do you expect, you know? That's what I was coming up with. Um, again, I noticed through year 17 all the way up until now that uh, my music generally... I'm, I'm way off the deep end on this and that's right now. I don't want to say maybe off the deep end. Maybe a lot of you really appreciate where I'm, what I'm going to go into here in a minute. But over the last um, decade, it's been mostly just more relaxed music. And I feel as I get older, I want to relax a little bit more. And I, maybe not relax, but I just like to be calm. I like calmness. I like to... Everything else around my life is chaotic and crazy. And it's just like that nice, calm music is very, very peaceful to me and very awesome to me. And, you know, maybe a couple of years it'll change into something else. But I like a lot of 90s music now, which I, I seem to be expected. A lot of people my age, I'm, you know, 35 years old. And I, I can guarantee probably most of the people that are listening to this right now, you, right now, are, if you're from that, well, at least from what my statistics say on here, most of the people are around my age. And most of you probably hear that kind of music and feel nostalgic about it, which is generally what I feel like it's probably most of my interest towards that kind of music the uh, stuff that I had when I, I was in my childhood is mostly because of nostalgia reasons, but also because of skill, too. You know, I'm a big Audio Slave fan, Chris Cornell, Soundgarden, all that. Anything that he was in, um, I feel like he's an incredibly talented musician and just happened to pick two really good groups of people and made some pretty astounding music. Uh, God rest his soul. But anyways, um, not trying to detract from my point, music has changed nowadays um even weirder than what i used to listen to. I, I still listen to a lot of acoustic music i kind of jump around a lot my girlfriend has a very different style and taste of music and usually when we're driving i just let her put on what she wants to listen to and some of it i like and some of it i absolutely just want to tear my own head off listening to it but it is what it is and it's to be expected now if it's me and I'm just listening to my own music, generally speaking, I have a classical playlist that I put on in my car, which is, again, it's kind of weird for me. My, I, I listen to, and, and I can't even name, like, the when I'm hearing a piece, like, I, I can name, obviously, the most obvious, you know, classic pieces that everybody knows, you know, Moonlight Sonata or whatever, stuff like that, that everybody knows. But there's a lot of them out there that I've heard maybe lightly throughout my life a couple times, and I don't know who wrote it, and or I've never heard it, you know. And there's a lot of classical composers and modern composers and stuff that I listen to. Why am I listening to this music? I have no idea. But I really like it. And I'm really getting into it. And this has literally been for about four straight years of 95% of the time I'm popping on classical. Um, a lot of it is because, like, I man, I can tear up listening to that music. And um, it's entirely, it's music entirely uh, devoted to the music itself. There's not much of the music that I'll listen to. It'd be like maybe NPR or something. And I'll, and I'll go listen during the days where there's classics going on. Or I'll put on a, a playlist on my um, SoundCloud or something. Or not my SoundCloud, but my Spotify. And uh, I'll listen to these musicians and stuff. And it's like... These these musicians have taken an instrument without voice, no vocals, nothing to tell you what to think about. Uh, maybe maybe the only context that you even have for the song might be the title of the song. And honestly speaking, a lot of those songs back in those days are like Sonata in B minor. And it's like, you, that's not any type of indication as to how it's going to sound. And thus, maybe Sonata means like sad a sad song or something. I'm I'm not trained in even what those are. I, I've never been formally trained in music. So again, take that 
for what it is. Um, now, uh, I, I can, it, like I said, that music can like bring me to tears. It can, it's very powerful music. And it's like, that's the only thing they had to deliver that. And I really love the idea of the music being, you know, a lot of people, there's a lot of music out there where I, obviously it's mostly focused on the lyrics. And most songs, to be honest, from my opinion, are mostly focused on the lyrics. There's obviously genres of music that are going to put more weight into instruments. You know, you might have rap where there's a lot of emphasis on the bass with the lyrics. You know, you want your catchy melody going over like a sweet bass riff. Um, you have like that kind of deal, good beat. Um, you have uh, other types of music that are really uh, um, musical music um what is oh my god musically challenging or not it's not even the word anyways you know what i mean black dahlia murder for instance metal band of uh, very intense music and you could tell the music was put together with a lot of thought and it's just as powerful as the lyrics and the lyrics in fact make the music itself even more powerful and the music itself makes the lyrics more powerful they complement each other so i have a fascination with things being developed, um, and it might be because of when I was born and now. I'm on that weird cusp of people, and you might be too, where you were born and still in those times where it was like you're still running around like in the 80s movies and there's no games really. You know, I mean, there's games, but they were still kind of relatively new, so it's not like we were on them all the time. Or might have not even had a Nintendo or something back then, but you were outside all the time. You were digging in holes and playing in creeks and jumping out of trees and running around riding bikes with your friends and i'm a guy and if you're a girl you're doing all the girl stuff back then you know you're doing whatever girls did at that age <laughs> um i know what the guys did so um and then the internet and all this crazy stuff happened so i was like on the cusp of being like you know i'm still a kid like my mom and dad and stuff was and then also in this mixture where now my kid is like completely born into technology and the internet has been there her entire life. So it's like, I'm in that cusp period where it's like I had half my life where I didn't have the internet and half I did. Now I think that, um, there is more, man, I hate losing my point guys. You guys have heard me probably do this four times now and I have my point written down, but I like, I, I jump around on my page so, either way, we'll get back to it. I'll remember it. But, um, yeah, music. my music interest has changed over the years. Um, I, oh, yeah, that's what I was saying. Right there, boom, it came back. Um, I have a fascination with things that uh, are in that weird cusp period. Like, you know, back in the old day, my, I, or back in the days, I used to play these really old point-and-click adventures on my computer. Some of you might know them, like King's Quest and stuff like that. And they were really, like, they, they looked amazing. Like, and they still look great because they're all, like, hand-drawn. They're really kind of pixely looking and stuff like that. The music in the games was, like, made with, like, MIDI software and stuff. And it was, like, they, they used whatever they had to make the game that they had. And they made, like, masterpieces time and time again. Now, the thing that blows me away about that is that, like, we have all these modern games now. And there are some really good games out there now. Don't get me wrong. But there's a lot of really crappy ones that are just, like, the entire game is just look crazy. But it lacks so much substance. It lacks the story. It lacks content. It lacks... Like, all that mixed together, you know? And, and, and back in those days, they had only just really bad-looking games. Like, I mean, you could even go back to Super Nintendo games, and it was, like, uh, you know, pixelated Final Fantasy games and stuff. And, and long story short, they had very little, and they made a lot with what little they had. Now, back in the days of 
you know, Mozart or whatever. There was singing, there was operas and stuff like that, but it wasn't like it is today. Like, our, I mean, our lyrics in our music now, it's like lyrics are pretty much the main thing that people focus on. Now, if you're a musician and you play an instrument, you may focus on your instrument or related instruments or, you know, a little bit more than music, or you're at least going to be more aware of them and what they're doing because you can hear what they're doing and you might be able to feel it with your fingers what they're doing. You know what I'm talking about. I don't need to explain that. And now my whole point is, is um, this development of music through my years is I've appreciated trying to make the music itself um, be its own entity within a song. And I've spent probably 15 minutes just kind of going over this whole thing right now. Um, and that's just, you guys, I guess you guys get to know me a little bit more. It's just like my, my little music progression I've been through my life. Um, I like, I, I'm not a, a super crazy guitar player. I'm more of a rhythm player. I feel like I'm a strong rhythm player. I can do my leads. And I do a lot of, uh, I can walk down and do a lot of good playing when I play. But there's a lot of songs that I have that are just straight, just just very basic strumming. Just very, very basic music. And it's not that I'm trying to make it basic because I can't do it. It's not that I'm intentionally using it. I need basicness to make this transition and make the crazy lyrics that I'm using be ring out even more because the music's so big. And I'm not doing some weird, like, uh, it's not... Uh, uh, on purpose, um, I just it, it comes out out comes out. I have music music where I'm I'm picking things and making more single notes and you know figuring out um you know whatever I'm doing. And then I have other ones where I'm just strumming. But a lot of the ones that I'm just strumming, I put a lot of emphasis in the melody of my voice that and and how the music rings and makes that melody sound. It's like, there's a lot of emphasis in the words that I put in my music, but there's also a lot of emphasis, and I'm trying to make the the vibe that I'm trying to transfer to you or to whoever's listening to my music is very much carried through by the music itself. I like to keep it simple. I'll, I'll be playing my guitar, I'll strum out a few chords, and I'll come up with a nice little progression or I'll come up with a certain way of playing it. And whether it's a strum or a strum with a couple little picking fingers in there or, or just straight finger picking, it doesn't matter. It's not, I, I don't try to complicate the music too much because, again, I'm a songwriter and, and maybe even part of that is just like me compensating for the fact that sometimes certain things that I try to sing and and play, if I try to play certain things like finger picking, certain types of uh, patterns while I sing, it's very difficult. So I have to compensate for it. I have to make up for it with a strum or I have to make up with it for, you know, maybe I can't pick the entire thing, but I can pick half of it and I can strum the other half etc, etc, etc. You can only do what you can do right now. And if I'm trying to make an album this year, I don't have time to spend seven or eight more years working and developing my pick finger picking, which I don't think it would take me eight more years to develop it to where it sounds good. I feel like it sounds really good now. But where I want to be, you know, I definitely would like to spend a little more time developing that, you know, because eventually I know where my, I want my music to be. But right now I'm actually really satisfied with the music that I've been coming out with. And I this a first for me and the whole time I've been playing, you know, I've been, I'm on 18 years now. Thank, uh, let's see, since 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, Yeah, 17 years, seven, 18, I don't know, whatever. It doesn't matter. I've been playing for over 15 years and I've gotten, get better. I get better, blah, blah, blah. I keep going and moving forward. Um, the, I really have a lot of weight on the music itself. I, I value music that can move me and to where I can literally just listen to a song and just completely, just utterly ignore the lyrics. Like some, there are some songs out there that have decent lyrics, but I'm more into the music and that's kind of the point. Um, 
your taste changes. And I feel if you are a person who plays an instrument, if you focus specifically on one taste of music or style of music, that's what you're going to come up with. It doesn't mean you're going to make music that sounds just like your bands and you're copying your bands, but you're going to probably generally make what you're hearing. And, and if I'm wrong on this, please correct me. This is only from my experience and from people that I talk to and people that I've communicated to in like chat rooms or on Reddit or whatever. If someone only listens to metal music, it's probably very unlikely that they're going to pull an acoustic guitar out and start playing some Willie Nelson. You know what I mean? And that's where I'm trying to get this, this whole story of my music progression as a child into, you know, my adulthood. The whole point of this thing is, is to get into your mind that I, I, I went from only being dedicated to like metal music to now listening to the complete and absolute opposite. And now, and, and, and music is music, you know, there's always, you know, things about each genre of music and whatever that uh, stick out more than others. Um, again, using like rap's got more beat, uh, got that backward, you know, that back bass beat that's a little bit more prevalent in rap music than you're going to hear in like, let's say like, a, you know, Garth Brooks or something. You ain't going to have that in a Garth Brooks song, even though I don't think he's making music anymore, but you get my point. Um, expanding the music that you listen to, taking the normal f whatever amount of bands that you listen to that you listen to all the time and have most likely... Unless, I don't want to say statistically speaking, but most people don't change their music that much. They generally stay in different, you know, they generally stay in the same categories of music and maybe jump around and dabble in others, but they are stuck usually in one, one or two. Um, expand outside of that. Um, and reason being that, you know, for instance, let's say you only listen to rap music and you have all that, and let's say you develop like a sweet, you make really good music, you know, you've been making music for a few years and all you're making is rap you're coming up with good beats, eventually you might hit a point where everything starts, I don't want to say everything starts to sound the same, but it's like you, you have just a, a handful of tools in your little toolbox that are your, your tools for rap or your tools for country or your tools for metal. And you're going to, you know, pull them tools up time and time again. And I feel that a toolbox that has more tools in it is a better toolbox than one with less. And what I mean by this is now if you might be a, you know, a, person who does construction, maybe I might be wrong. Maybe that complicates things, but I feel like there's tools for everything. There's a, you know, and it's good to have those tools. And I feel that you can gain and develop different styles or different tools if you listen to different music. And now, this doesn't mean you have to listen to music that you absolutely despise and hate. I'm just saying go out of what your norm is and start really branching out. Expand the length of the branches from your tree, so to speak, you know? What this is going to do is going to help you, number one, hear music differently because you're listening to different music. Like if you're bound to, I don't know, five, six, seven, eight, you know, when you have 10 or 11, whatever, however many artists that you have that you've had in your little music folder on your phone, or if you're like me and you used to have a CD book that had all a bunch of different music, you know, they're probably all a bunch of different genres. You know, everybody says, oh, I listen to everything. Well, they probably listen to everything, but they probably have one specific music that they listen to more than other. And again, there's always exceptions. I feel that people who listen to music and are stuck with one or two or three different styles of music are going to be limited in what they can do. And being the reason that, uh, the, the reason being is because they're not often presented with, I mean, how often are you going to hear a country looking at a rap song? <laughs> You know what I mean? They don't even hear that. You know, 
you know, they don't hear that kind of stuff in rap. And that, that little bend on notes can create a, a freaking sweet beat just by hearing different arrangements of notes. So that's pretty important. And if you're, if you're a, a, a musician yourself, which I'm assuming you are because you're listening to a songwriting podcast right now, um, and you are generally a person who listens to X, Y, or Z music, let's start adding a few different genres to your music or your music uh, uh, taste, maybe. And it doesn't mean you have to, if, even if you don't like it or you kind of like it, but it's not your thing, just give, give it some time and let it, you know, grow. Let these seeds grow because they're going to give you different ears. You're not just going to be listening to only one thing and one thing's not going to stick out as much anymore. Now you can do this also, even if you did have just the same genres of music by focusing on other instruments in the music and things like that, than you would normally listen to. So, and this is kind of, I feel less encompassing than, uh, less actually expanding the amount of music that you listen to or the varieties of music. It's cool because, okay, so if I'm playing, you know, let's say I play in a metal band and I focus generally on the guitars in there and then I'm like, you know what, I'm going to start focusing more on the bass of the, uh, the bass guitar over the electric uh, lead guitar and the rhythm. I, I want to kind of hear how the bass goes. So you're going you're to hear a big difference now. You're going to hear, oh, wow, that's why that those electric notes that sound so sweet, but when I play them just on my electrics, there's something missing. It's because that bass, you know, might have brought that something else out. You start listening to that, you might start listening to drums. You might might be like, oh, wow, no wonder those notes sound so powerful. There's a you know, bass uh, kick drum being hit right when they, they chug that specific, you know, sequence of uh, notes. X, Y, Z. There's always an X, Y, and a Z. Now, this is going to be great for you. You could probably already just see, just just from hearing what you've heard right now, you, you can. I'm assuming you can take A to B and be like, oh, now I know why that would probably be a good idea for me to listen to music. Um, and I hope that, at least after this podcast, you might maybe make a playlist that you can develop over your Spotify or your YouTube or whatever that you make a play, playlist on. And make one separate than what you normally listen to. And let's call this like a random list. And this is going to be a bunch of different music that you generally wouldn't catch yourself listening to. And you might like it a little bit. You might not like it. You might love it. And it's just a totally different style of music. You're like, wow, I never thought I'd like this. This anything that's different. And try, I mean, you can go from super crazy, you know, Paul McCartney famous people level people all the way down to the super really very very niche uh um indie artist you know out there you know whatever it doesn't matter listen to everybody and I mean obviously if there's stuff that sounds really bad you don't have to listen to it I mean there's uh, there's literally country music that I'll just turn on the radio for 14 or 15 seconds just to hear how bad it sounds and it makes me want to just like it's so bad I'm like oh what is this garbage man oh my god so, I mean, if it's that bad, don't force yourself to listen to it. Obviously, just go out there and start listening to music. It's different, okay? And you're going to eventually find songs in different genres that you're going to like. And just start building this playlist up and listening to it on occasion. Listen to it more than once a year. Your your whole point and goal of this specific episode here is to expand the variety of music that you have so that you can expand the variety of tools and ideas and progressions and chords and structures and all types of different things. This is going to develop you as a musician a lot. Um, I mean, I can't begin to tell you how much better my, my guitar got. At, you know, I, I was solid. Like I said, I was playing a lot of metal before. That was all I played. And then I started kind of going a little bit more 
into the acoustic stuff after my metal phase. And it was like, you know, I had an acoustic guitar when I was 17, and that's mostly what I had, but I eventually switched over to my electric for a couple of years, and then I went back to acoustic, and it's been basically acoustic ever since then. Now, those electric years that I have gotten, when I, when I put in, I, I mean, I was, I've been playing electric on and off for, you know, probably 10 or 15 out of the 17 years that I've been playing, but literally if I were to walk into a room and see two guitars sitting there as electric and an acoustic, I'm going to walk right up to that acoustic and I'll, I'll grab the electric maybe after playing the acoustic for an hour or so. <laughs> it's fun. I love playing electric and it's really fun having a sweet setup and you get in a bunch of pedals with a bunch of effects. I definitely have made some songs with that and definitely have fun doing that. Definitely and plan on inc including more music with electric into my uh, um, albums or my music, you know, collection. But um, it's not really a, a key focus of mine. And again, like I said, I moved over to this indie style music and I'm all these acoustic things and that's generally what I've been playing. So what do you think I'm doing right now? I'm starting to listen to do different stuff. And a lot of that, like I said, comes from my girlfriend um, and just for me letting YouTube basically choose what to play next. Autoplay. It kind of works on YouTube, but works a little bit better on Spotify. Um, I also like dropping down artist holes. Um, and what an artist hole is, and there might be another name for it that you can correct me on if I'm wrong. But it's like, I'll go on and I'll say, let's say I want to listen to The Beatles. Well, you scroll a little bit down, or you'd be like, fans also like, and then you're going to find out another band and be like, oh, well, what's this? Uh, Velvet Underground. Oh, that's cool. And I'm going to listen to that for a little bit. And I'm going to look, and we'll see fans also like, and then it's Bob's Golden Fish. And I'm like, oh, what's this band? And I'll listen to that. And then I'll listen to the next one. And I, I will fall 30, 40 freaking clicks down into similar artists until I found things that are incredibly obscure and incredibly different than what I started out listening to maybe an hour or so prior. And I found some artists that I really like that way. Um, I've, I have come over the years, you know, just growing. I'm 35. I've talked to a lot of people in my day, and I hope that you have as well. And I've noticed there's a lot of people that don't like doing that. They don't like really stepping too far out of their genres because they don't like the music, generally speaking, and they don't just won't even take the time to do it. We're all a lot about instant gratification, you know? And I decided one night with my girlfriend that I wanted to start doing that and we did it a few different times and we do it once in a while now and every time we do it we always come up with some new music and sorry about the yawn there um I do these early for me in the morning I think I've mentioned that before I work third shift and it's like seven o'clock in the morning right now and I'm woo, a little tired but I feel creative right now which I also said in another previous episode I work best when I am tired um so let's expand the variety of music that we listen to. Um, and this is also good too. And, and like, you know, if you, if you're, you know, like I am, I don't, I don't have a million dollars. I don't got a thousand dollars to my name. I don't even have a hundred dollars to my name right now. I'm just a very average guy. You know, I make my money, I pay my bills. And when I have extra money, I try to save it. I, I do like the average person does. I don't have all these instruments. I have uh, literally a guitar right now. Um, I have, I had a keyboard, you know, I got little, little, dip, these and theirs. I got a ukulele, three instruments and I'm limited to those instruments. So it's like, okay, well, I, I don't have 10 years to spend a master piano or a ukulele, which ukulele is actually pretty easy to play if I, since I've been playing guitar for a very long time, but you know, 
you play other music, you listen, you'll, you'll start hearing other things. Like, if you, gen if you were normally a guitarist and you jumped over to bass and you only played bass for 10 years, you're going to really hear bass a lot more in the music now, and you're going to be able to hear that very separate from the guitars, just like you can hear the guitars separate from the bass. Just like if you were a drummer, you'd hear the drums. So the variety of music, in a way, is kind of related to that. Um, I feel that you can expand what you can make in terms of creativity if you know more instruments, but if you don't have the availability or the money to play those instruments or the time to learn them, or you just generally just, um, whatever, you know? You only have one thing and that's all you got. Then another way that you can expand that, kind of the same way that other instruments being included would be, would be to expand the, the variety of the artist and the styles of music that you listen to. And I am saying this purely in terms of de de uh, developing your craft as a songwriter, because not all for, you know genres of music write their songs in the same structures. They don't have the same layout or progressions. They don't have the same uh, song, um, like, you know, chorus, bridge, or I mean, cor verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, you know, all that kind of stuff. They don't, they don't all follow that. There is a very common one that they go, you know, the, the common, you know, standard, like, uh, I think it's, what is it? Verse, chorus, verse, chorus, or verse, chorus, verse, bridge, chorus, verse, or something like that. You know, a lot of music does follow that, and it is a pretty easy way to make music, and I'm not saying don't make music. I make a lot of music like that, and I have no problem with it. In fact, just because it's, other people do it doesn't make it wrong to do. <laughs> there's a lot of really good music out there that people do, and there's nothing wrong with modeling that and developing it into your own style. So my whole key of this entire episode today is to, to expand your horizons we need to we need to expand the taste that we have in order to create more to get more ideas to hear things played out differently to hear things that we wouldn't normally expect because maybe a different style that we normally listen to would go in a different direction etc 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 this is going to help you develop your writing in terms of lyrics this is going to help you develop your writing in terms of the song your composition your selection of chords, it's going to give you more options because you have heard more. So how can that be that bad? Now, I, like I said, man, or lady, I've talked to a lot of people and I get blown away by the amount of people that don't steer away from the music that they listen to. In fact, I know people who have listened to the same two or three artists for 20 years and it's like, they, they obviously listen to music other than that, but like their main thing when they put it on is the same three or four people. And I'm like, dude, and anytime I ever try to jam with them and they are literally writing the same music that they wrote 10 years ago, except it's just a, f the same selection of chords they had before, maybe a couple extra added ones in there, but it's all basically the same stuff. And sometimes that works. Again, uh, Linkin Park does it or did it. Um, there's a, I'm, I'm, I'm not using that as a joke either. That there's a lot of songs you can sing with Linkin Park and you can just take the lyrics of one of their songs and sing over another one of their songs and it fits perfectly. But that's their layout. Now, a lot of bands have a specific way and format that they like to lay the things out. I Nothing wrong with that. I, I do I enjoy a lot of Linkin Park songs um, as I do enjoy a lot of other music. So... Let's end this podcast today. Take what we have learned, which is, I mean, it's not that crazy of a concept, but like I said, I, I, I don't know about you, but some people really need to do this. And it, it could be the difference in, you know, 
you playing the same stuff for the next 10 years now we're actually really taking a total different jump and being able to really like bring your music to a different level because you've actually heard different music now the key is is you're not just sitting there listening to it once and then being like okay cool and then you turn it off and never listen to it again you need to actually listen to it you know maybe if you have to set up time to sit there and listen to some music or if that's how you do it or just whenever you pop on your thing just make sure you pop that playlist on and, and actually learn the songs like hear them and learn the lyrics and learn them like songs that you love that you generally already love now you have to really hear them because once you start hearing them you're going to start hearing them the way that you hear your favorite songs and you're going to hear those little specific things that you like that the artist does you know some people like i like specifically i like the way that some people play the ride the the squeak of their strings on their guitar I, there's certain people that i listen to that i feel like do it really well and there's some that just make it really squeaky and other ones are like it's almost its own note and that's a specific thing i like i really like the audible non-noted sounds that a guitar makes like an acoustic guitar specifically. I, I very much like those. And you hear these random sounds in my bath, and my, uh, yeah, I'm in a bathroom right now. But you hear these random uh, sounds where I'm at is because I'm kicking my foot around wildly because I have ADHD and I always have an excess amount of energy if you haven't heard it in the uh, speed or jumpiness of my voice. So with that in mind, let's get off the uh, podcast when we're done or if you want to listen to another episode or two, please do that. I would not, I would not mind that at all. But... Let's start developing our pod, our, our, our not our podcast, but our playlist. Let's start adding a bunch, you know, and, and like I said, make this its own playlist. Make this the one that you are going to use only to just expand your stuff. And all you're doing and ever adding to this is just music that you've never heard or is different than what you would normally add. And we're going to do this and I want you to spend just as much time as you would, you know, maybe not as much time as you would listen to the music that you love, but definitely at least piece it in there. You know, let's say you listen to an hour of music, give it, give, you know, give it a couple songs, you know, at work, I work 12 hours a night. Okay. So that means I break up the amount of time that I have during the night. You know, I feel like I'm wasting a lot of time if I'm just listening to music for 12 hours. Cause that's like, I could be learning something. So I like to spend a little bit of my night developing my brain. So some of the stuff I'll listen to might be some world history, or I might listen to a music theory podcast, or I might listen to, um, something on debate or writing or something, you know, anything that I could use that's an actual educational kind of learning thing. And then the next, you know, four hour period of the night, I might listen to some comedy, get myself laughing, listen to some music. And then the other part of the night, I might not listen to anything and just kind of piece out what I've been listening to or just let my brain kind of do what it does at work. Sometimes I listen all night. My point is, is that I could sit there and fit other music in there in that period of 12 hours and spend at least, you know, let's say 45 minutes listening to some something else that I don't normally listen to. It, would, it, it won't kill you. It won't blow your ears up and your head won't explode. It's, it's very helpful. It's very, and I don't want to say very helpful. It's incredibly freaking helpful for you to do this. And it will, over time, it's going to help you, like I said, develop that ear for, for a uh, different sound. And it's going to eventually influence the way that your music goes. And obviously... You can always change that. You want to hear, you know, you want to develop your music in a certain direction. You can always listen to more artists that sound like more like what you want to sound like, you know? Obviously, we're not trying to write their music, but there's nothing wrong with trying to take some pointers and learning from somebody who's already done what you want to do. Um, I very much love, like I said, Chris Cornell songs, and I love the way he sings, and there's a lot of stuff that he does in his voice that I've just mirrored from 
a decade or, or 20 years of sitting there just loving Soundgarden and Audio Slave, you know, and I go in phases where I won't listen to them forever. But my, my whole thing is, is when I'm doing, like, if I do, like, an open mic night or something, or if I do, like, a karaoke, man, I love doing Chris Cornell stuff. And I don't do it even close to as good as he does, but I do some of the stuff that he does. I like the grittiness of his voice. I like how almost, like, I don't want to say lazy. It's very powerful, but how, like, emotional, but also weird, gritty, laziness, like that whole grungy kind of feel of his voice. I love it. So in my opinion, is the probably in my, my lifetime, he's my favorite musician that's ever lived, and I'm very, very sad that he passed away. So I'll leave, like, the last five seconds here of me talking for a little silence for some Chris Cornell. Okay, so... With that, let's take let's take what we got today and let's run with it. Let's make our playlist. You know, start, just pick a random genre of music or just say, you know, if you don't, if you're, uh, don't normally listen to like, you know, I don't know, you know what I'm saying. Just pick something random that you wouldn't normally catch yourself listening to and see where it takes you. You may be surprised at the amount of different music that you really like. And, and I'm also of the belief that Nobody really hates every uh, full genre of music. Like, there is a country song out there, even to the most dedicated rap listener or metal artist or someone out there hates country. There's probably one song out there somewhere that they kind of might like, might even like a lot. So let's try to find that song. Find a bunch of these songs. Let's listen to them in different, different, uh, uh, different styles of music. Let's develop this playlist. I know it sounds weird because we're on a songwriting podcast, but this is really solely for developing your songwriting ability. Let's expand what we can do by allowing ourselves to see, whoa, wait a minute, you can do that? So with that in mind, it's been a great another 45 minutes or 40, what is it, 45 minutes about now. It's been a great episode with you guys. I very much appreciate you listening in again. Like I said in the beginning, please, please, please follow if that's what you can do uh leave a rating subscribe all those words mean the same dang thing link me up on your spotify or whatever uh, podcasting thing you're listening to add me on there i put out a new episode every wednesday and i try to throw out little mini episodes whenever i can uh, you know whenever i find a new you know idea that i want to talk about i very much like producing content for you guys um like i said um in a couple previous episodes I am um, eventually going to make a Patreon, but I want to let this develop a little bit more. Uh, it's a podcast in uh, constant change. I'm trying to develop my craft with this as well. And we all know if we are any type of instrument players that you kind of suck when you start. And I don't feel like I, I suck, but I definitely feel like I'm going to sound a lot different in a year from now. So with that, thank you so much for listening to The Audio Artist. And until next time, keep on playing and keep on singing. Thanks.